Great things he hath taught us, great things he hath done, and great our rejoicing through Jesus the Son. But purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our victory, when Jesus we see. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son, and give him the glory, great things he hath done. So Jesus was saying to those who had believed him, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You can tell by the song that Cameron's here. Hi! And you know who I am at this point, and we're here this week to tell you that it is okay if you don't know everything. Yes, it is. Unless, of course, you're me. In which case, then you're required by law and your job to know everything, apparently, and so that's what we do. Exactly. <laughs> and then we get aggravated when you don't know. Yeah, apparently. It's called Google. Yeah, exactly. How dare you tell me to use Google? You know it all. <laughs> you tell me. You I'm... just listened to a 30-second summary of my entire existence for the last 20 years. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. How dare you not know things? What do you exist for if you don't know things? Do I have to remind you the first year we were married? Uh, first six weeks we were married? <laughs> called me at work to ask something that was literally written down in the cookbook you were holding. Yet, you knew the answer after getting aggravated and then know. answered it. Therefore, I had every no reason not to ever call you again. <laughs> I'm half of a Tyrion Lannister. That's what we learned. I drink and I know things. <laughs> this is my existence. I just, I just can't be drunk all the time, so I drink coffee. I drink coffee and I know things. There you That's go. That's a very good That's description. That's my existence. Yep. So. Now you know all what right. you're for. <laughs> uh, okay. With all of that said, I have three. Count them three stories. We normally We have do. good, bad, and ugly. And I think we have a little bit of each and all of them. Oh, okay. We had the good, the bad, and the other. The first one's super short, which is good because the second one is a little bit more involved. And the third one, we could just fall down the rabbit hole forever, I think. Oh, okay. So, so. we'll do the other ones shorter and then... We'll so here you go. Fall down the rabbit hole. COVID on the march. It has wet legs now? Apparently. Okay. In a significant twist that could reshape our understanding of the early days of the coronavirus pandemic... Death records now indicate the first COVID-related deaths in California and across the country occurred in January 2020, weeks earlier than originally thought and before officials knew the virus was even circulating. Okay, this support's not right because people are hollering that this actually was found in October and November in the western part of the United States. A half dozen death certificates from that month in six different states. California, Alabama, Georgia, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Wisconsin have been quietly amended to list COVID-19 as a contributing factor, suggesting the virus's deadly path quickly reached far beyond coastal regions that were the country's early known hotspots. Now, here's where this is going to get really fun. Okay. All right. In January, we were being told it's it's not even here and it's probably not even going to get here. Yeah. And it's not even a problem. 
Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people were already dying. Now, I'm going to say this. Don't be mad at me. With COVID. Yeah. Because, yes, COVID is real. It's a virus that kills people, but it doesn't kill everybody. everybody. This yeah. is not the stand. We mm-hmm. are not running from Randall Flagg and hiding out in a base in the middle of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. For those of you that have not read Stephen King's book, The Stand, what did you do in the 80s? It was literally a miniseries. You at least watched the miniseries. Come on now. <laughs> okay. So for those who so, this is now this is my thing. And then we were told that in March, you know, New York needed to shut down. And then because of the people, con- the, the states that were connected with New York had to shut down because that's where it spread, right? But we're not closing airports. Yeah. Anyway, California, mm-hmm. Alabama, yeah, Georgia, mm-hmm. Kansas, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, <laughs> and Wisconsin. Yeah. There's that 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 big, you know, New York to California to Kansas connection going on there. I, I mean, that's, that's New a, York yet. That's like the regular commuter flights, right? Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everybody just go from New York to Kansas like on days that end in Y? Yeah. Because that's the I mean. Then you know, there's a there's a portal that takes you from Kansas straight into there's a, there's a tornado that comes by. Is that how that those and they, those do? They take but you they straight you to California. Well, California doesn't have trailer parks. But so Kansas does. Kansas does. That's where you get picked up. Tornadoes pick you up in the, in the t- trailer park Gosh. and drop you off in California. So that's why the flight isn't so long from New York to California. Okay. There you go. Here's okay. what we just Whatever. learned. We just learned that Cameron knows as much about interstate travel as the government knows about who had COVID when. There's what we just learned. Now, okay. Why do we care? Because, because everybody wants to know the truth, and we can't find it here. Well, and beyond that. What we're learning is your public officials either don't know the truth or the scarier outcome of this yeah. is they're intentionally lying about it. Yeah. We've known since March, as you said, we've known since last year that people in Pennsylvania had this, people all over had this. What's interesting is that official records are starting to demonstrate that this is, is true. Yeah. So, Christian, let's just help us out. That means everything we've been doing for like a year and a half has accomplished exactly Nothing. Nothing, but made things worse, possibly. In that, all, basically yeah, everything has, we have done is locking down, masking, mass vaccination yeah. during and a pandemic. These things are all actively making it worse. So Why? now they're making all these official records to prove what people suspected back then. And it seems like they're trying to forget that people were coming forward in October, November, and December of 2019 saying, we've got a bunch of sick people they're not coming back positive for flu A, flu B. Mm-hmm. There's something else that's going around. And they're and they're it's like the flu, but only worse. And this was back in October, November, December. And the CDC told a person in Oregon to stop testing for this. It's just a type of flu. Stop testing. And then two months later, we're getting this. And now we're getting records to prove it. Is all that nobody's is, forgotten anything. That's the problem, and they think that we have. All that is done in the darkness will be, will be exposed. exposed to the light. This is one of the reasons, Christian, why I say think through what you're doing mm-hmm. and think through, more importantly, why you're doing it because the rationale and the evidence will always come to the surface. Mm-hmm. Oh, not sometimes. Always. Yes, always. It may not be when we would like, and it may not be what we would like, but here's the beautiful thing. As Christians, as people of the book, we never, ever run from the truth. No. We want the light to shine in our world. We want the light to shine in our lives. And therefore, we want the light to shine everywhere. And anytime the light shines, we rejoice. 
Yes. Good, bad, or otherwise. I mean, I hate to tell these people, you can't make up stuff and then have one plus one equal four and act like it's normal. And then later on in life, find out, well, why won't one plus two equal five? Well, no, it equals three. Well, we started off at the wrong spot. You can't do anything good if you start off in the wrong place. So the more we know, the more we can go back and see exactly where we are truthfully. If you'd like a good example of that, story number two. All right. Covidian inconsistency. There you go. Okay. A couple of days ago, my 12-year-old son peeked his head into my bedroom while I was working and asked if a new kid who just moved to our block could come inside to play video games. Before I could answer, he followed that up with an obvious next question, and does he need to wear a mask? Mm. Yes, he can come in. No, he doesn't need to wear a mask. No rhyme or reason to that answer. It's just... What came out of my mouth? Yeah. A few minutes later, another head popped into the room. It was my husband. Asking if I really said it was okay to have this new kid over without a mask. Ugh, yes, that's what I told him, I replied. But I have no idea. Do whatever you think is best. I don't know. Up to you. And then I turned back to my laptop. In the end, my husband asked the kid if he was vaccinated. He was. And let him stay mask-free. Neither of us could really say why we made the decision we did. Or if we'd make the same one next time, or if any of our decisions add up to anything comprehensible at all. There's the problem. But now, well, it's a crapshoot. For a while, my husband and I were following the CDC guidelines that said it was okay for a family of vaccinated adults, even with unvaccinated children, to have one other family of of vaccinated adults, even with unvaccinated children, over to the house, inside, mask-free. When writing this piece, I realized I didn't even know if that guidance was still in effect. It turns out that current recommendations for families with unvaccinated children include masking in indoor public settings, but there's nothing on private residences. Okay. Mm-hmm. The truth is that some days we allow one child from another vaccinated family over to our house unmasked, and some days we allow two, simply because the second kid showed up, and, well, the first kid is over 12 and vaccinated, so that's fine, Right. We've driven camp carpools this summer where we've all been masked. We've driven camp um, we've driven camp carpools this summer where none of us are masked. On car rules, a friend a friend recently told me this summer I have given rides to kids with all windows down and masks up, just windows down, just masks up. Not because I did any kind of risk analysis and came up with a perfect protocol for the situation, but because. I suck and forget and just making end up and just end up making do. If you're going to do that, then do nothing. You're better off. At least you're consistent because all you're doing now is teaching your kids they can't trust you. Well, they cannot trust what you say because they can't trust what you're not. You can't trust what you're hearing. You know what they're doing? Nothing. Nothing. They're doing nothing. You're better off just having nothing and letting it be because all you're doing is, again, teaching your kids to distrust you and your ability to search research facts. Welcome, Christian, to why I am always telling you, think about what you're doing and think about why Why? you're doing it. Because if you don't know why you are doing it, you will look like the world. What does that look like? Chaos. These these people are well-meaning. Uh-huh. They are. I don't care. I I don't remember what this woman's name is. I don't really care. Yeah. And all of her friends, they think that the mask helps. They are vaccinating themselves and their children. Okay, God bless you. You make your decisions for your family. That's what Mm -hmm. you do. But if the mask works, why aren't you militant about it? Mm -hmm. If 
the windows down is so important, why aren't you militant, militant about, about it? it? The rules have to make sense because the rules are supposed to be grounded upon something that is objectively true, not subjectively true. Yes. And part of the whole mass thing that I think is just naturally truth being brought sought out is we are naturally walking through Walmart or grocery stores and we pull it over our nose, co- uncover our nose. Why? Because it doesn't feel good. We put it under our chin. We, we don't even think about it. We just subconsciously take it off of our face because deep down, subconsciously, in our human nature, no, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. And we're fighting it. And congratulations yeah, to those who can comfortably wear one. But there is, it's just the fact I see 90% of the people who start off wearing one, and at some point in the store, if I'm paying attention, it'll come off. Even if it's just for a second and so you're like, oh, shoot, put it back on. It's, it's, it's natural. So, again. <laughs> and that's not even here nor there. Yeah. The point that I'm getting at, though, is if you're going to have the rule, have, have the rule. Stick by it. The, the, why does the CDC's guidelines keep changing? The science doesn't change. Don't Mm-mm. buy that when they say that. No. Why do masking guidelines change? Why does protocols i mean they literally had to it, they had to admit a few months ago that oh yeah that whole six feet thing we just made that up uh-huh. there's no there's no rhyme or reason to no, it. yeah there's, there's literally none yeah so for for those of you outside the united states two meters there's there's no one meter two meters hike i mean it, it, it's they have no reason whatsoever the reason being is because no one what does a world look like when it has forsaken gospel truth and lived by its own standard Mm. It looks like chaos because there's no rhyme or reason. We don't know when a pandemic started. We don't know who died of this when. We don't know where it spread. We don't know if the we don't know anything because at the end of the day, we have forsaken any concept of objective truth, which means we are now at the top of the mountain. Heaven help us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Literally. Because this is what you'll end up with. Yeah, inconsistency and lack of trusting anything but what you yourself decide. You know what? Forget it. Eventually, I'm going to have to go look it up myself. And then how you view other people once you actually know the facts. This is also why dangerous. This is also why parents, I tell you, teach your children why. Don't mm-hmm. sit there and lean on, well, that's just what we do. Yeah. Why is it what we do? Like, why is it what we do? I mean, here's, you, you want a silly example of this? Mm-hmm. All right. Thanksgiving. We are going to cook what? A turkey. And why? baked ziti. Well, not baked ziti. It's no. Christmas. We're going to make but, a turkey. Yeah, we'll make why? a turkey because that's the traditional bird for Thanksgiving. Why? Because it didn't become, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, once I upon a time, I actually knew the answer. I don't when care I why it, up, it but, became, I don't care but, why it became the traditional bird. I care why we do it. Why you follow the, the tradition. And the answer is because it's one of the few times yeah. I can get a whole turkey in the store. That's true. And they're delicious. They are. So I enjoy it. Yeah. And it's fun. If I didn't like it, I'd do something different. Yeah, yeah. If I don't like turkey, cook something else. I think growing up, it was always collard greens and mashed potatoes yeah. and turkey and dressing and Aunt, Aunt, Ru- Aunt Ruby's orange stuff and I 
stop salt. Yeah. I didn't know to call it, but I don't cook all those things now because my family doesn't eat them. So it's therefore, I still like them, but I'm not the only one. I'm not going to make a nine by thirteen casserole for one person. I'm still convinced <laughs> so, to this day nobody actually likes collard greens. It's just a lie that Southern families tell themselves. Mm, I, I could no. love my mouth starts no. watering thinking about them. Nothing anyway. that smells that bad can possibly taste good. <laughs> I'm going to my grave holding to that. Just, it is mass. You're not de- a Southerner. That's it for sure. It is mass delusion where everybody from about <laughs> Alabama to Eastern North Carolina has lied to themselves and convinced themselves that this is good when we all know it's terrible. No. So that, that's neither here anyway. nor there. That's okay. but yeah, right again, there. And if you're west of that area, if you're west of that area and you don't know what I'm talking about, basically collard greens are the same thing as fried okra. As, no. far, as far as the taste scale. Now, I like both, fried okra, They're too. both miserable. They're both <laughs> disgusting. Just large swaths of humanity have convinced themselves <laughs> that it is good. For the sake of tradition. There you go. For no other reason. <laughs> Which, because, no, they're, because they're not willing to be honest and yeah. say, I don't like why? Them. Yeah, I don't like this. I'm, I'm not, not going to eat it. Anymore. And we're not going to keep cooking them because yeah. nobody likes them. So, I mean, yeah. I get that. But, that's, yeah, the that's, lot why, of, that's why we do Thanksgiving. That's why if you come to our house for Thanksgiving, there's going to be a massive turkey. Well, I mean, as massive as, you know, we, we can cook. Get, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's going to be maybe... Maybe some sweet potatoes. Yeah, the, more than no, likely, no. there's going to be a sweet potato It'll pie. Be sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes there's in the pie. There's going to be some cranberries, some cranberry sauce and out of the can, the jellied yeah. stuff because yes. I like it. Uh-huh. You like it. Our daughter likes it. Yep. It's amazing. And dressing. Yeah. And when we're done here, That's because you it. know what, I don't need 27 side dishes because I like those things. That's all the effort I want to put into it, and we celebrate. In other words, we have changed what we do based on what we like. Mm-hmm. And what we enjoy doing, in other words, we have allowed the why to, to dictate, dictate the what, what. Yes, not we have. the other way around. I have been to family gatherings where it's like, we got to make this. Why? Because we've always made it. Who's eating it? Yeah, nobody eats that, nobody Mama. Eats we that. throw it away every year, like three days Stop after Thanksgiving. making it. Do we really? Yeah, yes. we do. Yes. <laughs> do All right, we won't make it. Else. <laughs> now, as silly as of an example as this is for Thanksgiving, and it's a silly example on purpose. Yeah. It matters because if we can't be honest about these silly little things, we're not going to get how we raise our children, uh-uh. how I deal with my boss. We're not going to get those things right because we won't have any opportunity to get them right because we're going to be living in mush. Yeah. Can't we didn't live cook the mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving because we were living in them knee deep the rest of the year. <laughs> Bogged down in that's, not knowing why. That's how the world lives, Christian. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to live differently we are supposed to live in the truth of christ and that truth should occupy and influence everything about who i am and what i do Mm -hmm. which leads us to story number three all right this is the one we can get lost down the rabbit hole right rabbit Mm -hmm. trail all right are we chasing rabbits in this one or just oh no this is so much wait okay i would like you to guess which group Put this statement out. Do I get the groups to guess from? No. Okay, I just got to hear the statement. It is a government agency. Oh, okay. Well, at least that narrows it down. Okay. Language and communication products should reflect and speak to the needs of people in the audience of focus. The following provides some preferred terms for select population groups. The terms to try to use represent an ongoing shift towards non-stigmatizing language. A government group wrote that? Yes. Unless it's an educator, like the Board of Education, because there are no, there's no governing, governing body that deals with language. Uh, the ATF. No. 
<laughs> just, um, oh, I'm, oh my gosh. It has to be the CDC. It is the CDC. Because they're the only ones right now who have the gumption to think they everything they say is good, so they're going to throw everything at us they can, although it's a lot of the garbage. Corrections right. and detentions. This is a category. What is this, Jeopardy? Instead of inmate, uh-huh. person or persons who are incarcerated or detained. Sorry, it takes too long to say that before I get one. <laughs> Instead of prisoner. Oh, gosh. <laughs> must be good. You can't even say it without giggling. That would be the same one, but... Okay. So basically, okay, you could, we could say inmate, prisoner, convict, ex-convict, offender, cr- criminal, parolee, detainee. We could say those things. Because that's how language works. Yeah, because that's what those things are. That They're all individuals who have gotten in trouble with the law and have had to deal with the consequence of that. Okay. People who were formerly incarcerated. Persons on parole or probation. So you can't just say a parolee. You have to say persons who were? Non-U.S. citizens in immigration detention facilities. It's the word immigration kind of means non-U.S. citizen there, so immigrant. Partner or child of an incarcerated person. Partner or child. So instead of saying you're the kid of an inmate, <laughs> a prisoner's son. You're the you're the child of an incarcerated person. Your name's on the angel tree at Christmas time, apparently. <laughs> Which is a great program, mind you. I'm not right. dishing that. Would you just... like to hear the categories? I'll read you the categories. You can pick one. Okay. Okay. Disability, drug and substance abuse, healthcare access, homelessness, lower socioeconomic status, mental health, non-U.S. born persons. Older, older adults, people who are at increased or higher risk, race and ethnicity, rural, oh, rural. sexual orientation and gender identity, working partners and community collaborators. Now, all these categories have words in them that you could, that we are saying, but we need to say some, use it yes. otherwise. All right, first and foremost, I want R-U-R-A-L because I have a hard time saying the word rural. Rural. <laughs> rural. 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 Southern accent won't let me do it. Hi, y'all. We's from the south. We yes. ain't from the, the the sparse areas. We's from the south. Anyway. I'm from the country. <laughs> rural. 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 <laughs> I can't. I'm going to choke on it. Or you are. You know, there's a Ruritan club, right? I can't even say Ruritan. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Rural. Rural. You <laughs> made to... the U and O in order to roll that R and pull that off. Rural. Do you people see what I have to live with? Do you I... wonder why I have no brain cells left? Now you understand. <laughs> English is a second language in my house, and it my really... wife has lived in this country for almost 40 years. It really is. Country is my first language. <laughs> All right, you can Good. stop. But yes, that R-U-R-A-L, yes. Instead of saying... Rural people. <laughs> Thank goodness, because I need help. <laughs> people who live in sparsely populated areas. It's called country. <laughs> I, my favorite is frontier people is offensive. <laughs> to who? I don't know. <laughs> the people that work for the communications company? <laughs> I was to say, frontier, they got to change their community. Oh, what, what should we call them? People who live on the edge? <laughs> Residents of rural areas. But you can't say the word rural. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say the word rural. So That's you have all to say got. people who live in sparsely, sparsely populated, populated areas. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't making no sense. All right, let's also do the um, the homeless. What, homeless. Oh, what are we going to call homeless? Right, like, well, anti-dwellers? Anti-dwellers. <laughs> oh, hang on, I went to the wrong one. 
went too far. Homelessness. Uh-huh. Instead of homeless people or the homeless. Okay. Or instead of transient populations. See, I thought that'd be a polite way to say it. Transient populations. Yeah, they're in transition between one place no, and another. No, that's offensive. Oh. People experiencing homelessness. Okay, wait a minute. You know what this is? It sounded like to me is somebody was given a thousand word paper and they were 800 <laughs> words too short. <laughs> and they had to go back in and add a lot of berries. <laughs> Persons experiencing unstable housing. Persons who are experiencing insecurity in housing. Okay, that one I'm... People still. experiencing unsheltered homelessness. Unsheltered homelessness. The what? Now look, the unstable ain't right if they're li- living down there yeah, at the unsheltered. bridge. Unsheltered. No, no, the unstable one you said earlier. I was a picture of somebody living under an overpass. That is a very stable house. <laughs> Cement. <laughs> All right. This is what happens when you get the rural people talking. <laughs> All right. What about um. The you forgot all the categories. Give me the like the fourth one from the top. It was in that area somewhere, like health and pe- health. Well, how about lower socioeconomic status? Well, that's called LS. Um, yeah, SES. So LSES is what we use. Well, yeah. Is the anchor the acronym? Low, the well, thing. let's but let's be honest. What are people of lower socioeconomic status? They're more or less this poor. Poor people. They're poor. That you can't say poor people. Well, people with lower incomes. This is my favorite. That way you can change the line for what low includes. People with self-reported income in the lowest income bracket. Again, somebody <laughs> wrote a sentence. They're like, they were two to a five words too short of their thousand word pair of sentence. Health care access. Okay, yeah. What exactly is? The uninsured. Oh, that's what we're supposed to. Okay, that's what they're called. People who are medically underserved. No, they still get medical care. They just can't really. They, it's hard to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, this, they're, they're lying in the process, but go mental ahead. Mental health. All right. Don't say mentally ill, mm-hmm. crazy, insane, mentally defective. What about retarded? That's not on the list. That's not on the list. We can still talk. So instead of the mentally ill, we have people with a mental illness. Same thing. Instead of crazy, we have people with pre-existing mental health disorders. <laughs> okay. People with a diagnosis of mental illness. Instead of an asylum, we have psychiatric hospitals or facilities. Well, we don't have asylums anymore anyway. Yeah, I know. That was one of our mistakes. Yep. Non-U.S. born persons. All right. Instead so of illegals, or, illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, illegal migrants, foreigners, or the foreign born. Foreign born. People okay. with undocumented status. So the whole thing is there are people mixed, first. Mixed status households. Oh, never mind. They're mixed first. Now you're... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Immigrant or migrant. We just can't call them illegal because people shouldn't be illegal. Don't you know anything? <laughs> refugee. How do I know they're a refugee? This is a good one. Older adults. Okay, yeah, that was no one that was on that list. That Instead I... of elderly, senior, frail, or fragile, say older adults or elders. Numeric age groups. Wait, wait, didn't you just say we can't call them elders? No, we can't call them elderly. Oh. Oh, so you can't describe them. You can just say what they are, but you can't so you describe can them. you can use the noun, which means they are an, an, an elder, elder, but you can't use the adverb, which means to describe they how are elderly. The oh, okay. So they're old. No, that, that's not even on the list. That's so evil. 
old old ain't yeah, even you, on the list. No, you can't, you can't. I was bad back in the yeah, day when no, I called, called old, old folks Sunday. Sunday. No, Race old folks. and ethnicity. All right. We're no longer saying Native American. Well, what are we saying now? Because used to Indian was a bad word. Now it's Native American's Alaskan a bad word. Alaskan Native persons or communities. We can't say that? No, that's what you're supposed to say. But not all of them are from Alaska. Well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, if you, the Cherokee. I have Cherokee in my family. They are Native Americans. What they do you are want me not to do Alaskan. About it? I don't make the rules. I just read you the rules. Oh, my God. Eventually, I'm going to start calling everybody Adam and Eve. You can't say Caucasian. Because it's why. You say white persons. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't say Caucasian, Ooh. which is white. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just drop a can't? Yes, I probably did. Yeah, I can't. You can't say yes. <laughs> you can't. Anyway. Only yeah. people from the rural parts say can't. Because we can't say rural. <laughs> rural. We can't say rural. <laughs> rural. 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 Start again. No, nope, not going there for the rest of the day. Anyway, yeah, you don't yeah, say Caucasian. You can't you say, say Caucasian. You can say white people. Can you say, white can people? You say black people? No, um, black or African American persons. But I can say black person, but I can't say yes. black people. But you're not supposed to say persons. Is my fear is you're supposed to say Negro. That's like, a color. Well, but but here's my question: Has anybody since like 1978 said the word Negro seriously? Uh, other than blacks, who other are other like than like old people who grew up them. when that when the, when that was the term. Uh huh. Yeah. Actually, yeah. hold on. Who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to a lady the other not too long ago. We were at having dinner, and she mentioned growing up, and she went to school in the South. She lived here. She went to school in the South, and it was during Jim Crow laws. Mm-hmm. And she said it was amazing to her. And she's a missionary. She was a missionary. She's retired now. But she said it was amazing to her to see that way, and she just she didn't really understand it. She said with everybody that the, there were blacks, but she called them when she was talking to me. She called them colored, and then she, after like two or three moments of her telling me the story about this lady, this colored lady, that's how she called her, and was telling me about her and how they became good friends, and she worked in the kitchen, and how she they, she would try to do things to help her out and whatnot. And she looked at me and she goes, "I don't mean that offensively." And, and I looked, I was like going, I understand. I said, because and she's the same age as my grandmother. She's yeah, in her 80s. What, and I was like. That was the, that was the culturally appropriate That was the, the culturally day. appropriate so, thing. I said, so I don't think for one minute she meant it evilly, but. All right. You ready for sexual yeah, orientation, orientation and gender identity? And this will be our last one because we'll be out of time. Aw, this is fun. Instead of homosexual. Okay. Use LGBTQ. No. Or use lesbian, gay, or bisexual when referring to self-identified sexual orientation. Hey, the ABC people. Use <clears throat> MSM, men who have sex with men. <laughs> what is this, a personal ad? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of... If you're not careful, you'll be BDSM. <laughs> you're going to like this. Okay. Okay. We don't use homosexual, transgender, biologically male or female, genetically male or female... Same hermaphrodite thing. or gendered pronouns. So he, she, it. Yeah. Well, he, she, you can use it. So Sexual it. preference or gendered or binary language. Instead, okay. we should say LGBTQ. No. Queer. Uh, what? That was offensive in my, well, in my day. My gosh, I'm not even 40 yet. <laughs> Pansexual. <That's> asexual. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> so you can't say bisexual, which is two, but so you can't say pan We shouldn't and a. say transgenders when talking about a community, uh-huh. but we can say transgender when talking about a person. 
Okay, so that person doesn't belong to the community, apparently. So these people are individuals completely. They have yes. no community. So we, that's just saying right now, they have no community. Did you just hear that? Your own people said you don't belong. See, this is, this is hysterical. Now, the, the reason why I say we should end on this one is because that, I think, summarizes the point beautifully. This is the CDC. Mm-hmm. These are the same people that don't know what's <laughs> going on with yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. These are the same people that don't know what's going on with health or anything else for that matter. The same people like who look world. at scientific papers and go, I don't trust it, and then do the opposite. At the same time, yeah. though, they're going to claim to be the authorities on something that's literally changing like the wind. Uh-huh. I mean, jokingly, growing up, to call someone a queer yeah. was yeah. an insult. I was in high school when one of these little guys, one, one of the guys made a joke or did something silly, and my English teacher said, you are a queer little guy, queer little fellow. Well, and you had an older he, English teacher had, because he was using it in a technical sense. She, she was, yeah. Whatever. And I was just like, we were all like, oh my gosh, yeah. you said he was crazy. And he got mad. And she it, had to explain it to us. In the your lifetime. has gone from a good thing. It has gone from a good thing to an insult. Back, back to, to a, a good, good thing. thing. Even then, it meant strange or just odd. Yeah. odd or well, now it's a good thing in regards to, to sexual sexuality. identity. So you have a well, weird sexuality. So we've just gone full circle. But, yeah, but it's not an insult. Then. It's, yeah. I, in I, other I, words, <laughs> Christian... The pagan world has no objective standard because without God, you cannot have an objective standard. Nope. You have Patrick Swayze theology. Like She's the like wind. the wind. They're firmly planted in thin air. Yeah, and it is, and it is thin air. Yes. So have fun. Go to the CDC website. Check that out for yourself. You will enjoy that. Welcome to the insanity of your planet. Once again, Christian, what have we learned here today? Oy. We don't know as much as we think. No, we don't. We must be careful how we decide things, mm-hmm. and we must battle constantly for the truth. Because if you're not evaluating what you're doing and why you're doing it, you will inevitably end up drifting towards the world. And that is a standard that cannot be upheld. You can't win. Mm-hmm. This is why we don't worry about being friends with the world, because you can't. They'll just change the standard so that you're on the outside looking in when they decide they don't like you. Yeah. So don't play the game. Trust in Christ. Walk in his ways. Forsake this place. So yes. questions, comments, complaints, send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. You can go to the website there, check out stuff, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, if you have questions, send them in. If you have stories you'd like us to look at, send those as well. We'll be happy to look at them. Um, until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.